0: In their ongoing pursuit of, quote, religious freedom, people step over the bodies of LGBTQ plus youth literally stranded on the street. They turn a blind eye to horrible injustice all around them. Why? In order to maintain their ideal of pretending they're fighting sin and pretending that they live a righteous life. You know what? We're calling BS on this being about religious liberty at all. Really, it's just personal preference. And we want to be part of not letting them get away with it anymore. In this episode, we're going to talk about how religious liberties are actually not even biblical.
1: Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be
0: okay? Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Hearts podcast. We're so glad you're here. I mean, really... Really, right? We really are. We really are. The fact that you, <laughs> that you give us this time in your lives, we do to not—
1: share together. To share yes. together.
0: We do not take that for granted. We do not take that lightly. Thank you so much. We're very grateful. Again, my name is Robert Cottrell. I'm so glad to be here with— Susan Cottrell. Just caught you there, didn't you? <laughs> anyway, hello. We're so glad you're here. Again, welcome as usual. Connect with us and everything that we do about all that we do is at freedhearts.org. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts and share it. If you can on social media, that helps. And if you love us and you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. It means more than you know. It really does help. Thank you. Well, we're going to talk today about religious liberties. (laughs) Are they actually... (laughs) Could religious liberties be unbiblical? Yeah, really. And well, it's in in the headlines again, as it seems to always be and will probably continue to be. And I don't know, vaccination and mask mandates and, and the claim that it violates religious freedom and women's rights, LGBTQ rights and protections, probably coming back in the headlines soon with Supreme Court marriage equality. And the ability to do conversion therapy, we talked about this, that every single state, every single place, this continues every day because of the religious exemption. So, And the argument from the non-affirming church here that all of this is really their religious right to do if they want to, and a violation of their religious liberty to having any restrictions whatsoever on that. Yes. And I mean, the list goes on. Employers, foster care, adoption, florists, bakers, clerks. It goes back a long way. Yeah. Endless discrimination and attacks against LGBTQ and those who affirm, often in the name of religious liberty. And we don't want to let them get away with it anymore. Often
1: at the same time that they're taking away your religious liberties. Yeah, well, we're going to get to that. Your civil liberties, okay.
0: We're going to get to that. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one, yeah. Yeah. So so we want to be part of not letting them get away with it anymore. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, and these stories and others like it are often trending. And as one of our readers said, I'm sure we will always see the wave of persecution whining on social media, from those who claim to be losing their religious liberties and who claim to be persecuted because of their religion. They don't know what persecution is.
0: You know, there's a group that's focused on persecution of Christians. Oh, my gosh. And, and there's a lot. Of, I mean, there's a lot of that. There was something just in the headlines recently about some kidnapping and things of, of missionaries. but
1: Okay. But, Not in this country, but, though, right?
0: But no. I was in that group and— talking about the persecution of LGBTQ Christians right. and those who affirm them. Well, I'm, I'm not in that group anymore. <laughs> got got removed from that group. So, so I guess there are limits.
1: Yeah. Well, and meanwhile, in their pursuit of ongoing religious freedom, these people step over the bodies of the LGBTQ people, the youth literally stranded on the street. They turn a blind eye to the horrible injustice all around them mm. so they can pretend— they're fighting sin.
0: Yeah. And pretend they're, they're living, ideal. And pretend they're living religious lives. Right. You know, and here are the stats on that. They are literally stepping over the bodies. And this is 25% of LGBTQ homeless youth become homeless the very same day they come out to Christian parents. Mom, dad, I'm gay. Boom, out of the house. 25%. 57% of transgender youth without supportive parents attempt suicide. When even one, when when just one parent is supportive, that number drops to 4%. Faith-based family rejection is deadly. And to add God's name to it and claim that that any other view on this is a violation of of religious freedom is disgusting and it's indefensible.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and if it doesn't make you sick to your stomach, then it's time to go back to to your prayer closet, as (laughs) they say. And take a look inside yourself.
0: This is not the first time we've seen this kind of thing,
1: Oh, my gosh. Like the whites who ignored the lynchings (sighs) of blacks over history and current things that whites ignore because they just can't get their head around it, around blacks and people of color. Like the Germans who ignored the stench from the crematoriums. I smell something in the air and I see my Jewish friends or neighbors have disappeared and nothing happened. You know, to maintain this pretense of religious freedom is horrifying, blindness, and, I don't know, hypocrisy.
0: Mm. You can't get any more selfish than that. No, exactly.
1: You just can't. And when you maintain that fiction for yourself, you do so at your own peril. Because you'll be washed away in the changing tide. That's what they don't see the tide changing, and that they're just delaying their own, you know, sanity. Yeah by claiming they're being persecuted.
0: We talked last week about gaslighting and this is actually this is this is another form of gaslighting. Well, it's my religious yes. right to do yeah. this. No bullshit anyway.
1: Yeah, We're and enough is enough. enough We're is done. Enough.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And here's the other thing. The Bible says very little about personal religious liberty, but it says a whole lot about our obligation of our faith to love and live well in community. And to care for those who are being mistreated, so we've got the whole thing upside down. Yeah, and accepting LGBTQ plus people doesn't limit anybody's religious liberties.
0: Yeah, you said this before, but to marginalize and discriminate and shut them out actually limits their religious. That's liberties. right.
1: That's right. You know, if I if my religion prevents me from eating meat on Friday, as was the rule with Catholics for so long, I'm not Catholic, but then that's my religious liberty. But if my belief about that prevents you, I'm telling you, you can't eat meat on Friday. Well, then that's not covered. That's too far. And if my religion prevents me from marrying a woman, okay. But if my conviction prevents you from marrying a woman, according to me, that's not okay.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: So Christians, tell me again, (laughs) why you need protection
0: for your religious liberties? Let's expand this a little.
1: Because for the life of me, I can't get it. You live in a country in America with more religious liberty than any other in recorded history. So tell me exactly what liberties you believe are being violated.
0: Why do you think the—and again, I call it this so you know we're not talking about all of Christianity here. We're talking—or all of religion in general. We're talking about the ultra-religious, behavior-focused, non-affirming box Christianity. And also
1: non-affirming, not because that's the only issue, but because it's a good litmus test.
0: Absolutely. You know, why again? Because it reveals that a church doesn't really understand the heart of God and doesn't really get it. They don't really, they've used something to justify their absolute oppression and harm of an entire group of people. Right. And that reveals a lot. And that's why it is a litmus test. So, why do you think Christians pull this out? Why do you think they claim this so much? Why do you think. Well, because it's safer to, it's much
1: easier if Let's I expand on this just a little okay, bit. Okay, if you're wrong, if I find you, I don't like you. It's easier for me to blame you for that than to blame it on my shortcoming. If the Bible, so it's an easy out. It's an easy out. It's not having to look at myself at all. It's just deflecting any requirement of me by my faith, which is to to love. Love even those I don't like. You know, everybody loves their friends. So to love your enemy or somebody you don't like, it requires something. And to love as in love means to care for people, to take care of them, to sacrifice yourself for them. That takes something. It's much easier if I just, you know, hold my arm out in front of anybody and say, no, it's all your problem. Mm -hmm. You need to change to make me happy. It's very self-serving yeah and the leadership of this paradigm are reaping all the power and control and financial support that goes with it
0: usually at the expense of other people's religious liberties yes (laughs) you know. yes and like you said before that's right yeah so it's it's an easy out this argument of well it's my religious freedom it's my religion you're violating my religious liberties This argument is again easy out. You don't have to discuss the issue. That's like, well, that's right. You can't say anything to that. And I think it's also a way to ignore the consequences, the harmful consequences, the bad fruit of the yes, the tree, so to speak.
1: Absolutely.
0: You know, it doesn't matter what's happening to those in the in the streets or those who are hurting. Whatever. That's something that we're. I don't even need to talk about because this violates my religious freedom. Right. And so it's a way to ignore all of that, which is just. Piss-ass selfish, just selfish. <laughs> it's so selfish. I am loving you, Just to say that. Yeah. Just to have that thought that I don't want to talk to you about hurting and suffering people because if I, just by talking to you is a violation of my religious freedom. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so selfish.
1: I can't go to your wedding, my son, yeah. because it, it violates my, what religious yeah. liberty is that? Show me that religious liberty.
0: Yeah, so we talked about how it doesn't work. Now, we started saying that this, it was unbiblical. Now, I've looked at the requirements of Christianity. I've read the words of Jesus. I can't find anywhere that he asks followers not to serve your neighbor, not to be kind to your neighbor, right. not to love your neighbor. And he said, everyone is that's your right. neighbor. That's exactly right, that's exactly right. I've searched and searched, it's not there. Now, I've read the words of Jesus, and I and I can't find anywhere that he asks his followers to judge their neighbor or condemn their neighbor or reject their neighbor. In fact, he said the opposite. I've read the words of Jesus, and I can't find anywhere that he asks his followers to change laws so you can legally discriminate those you think are in sin.
1: That's right. Absolutely. And this is not rhetorical. I mean, you're really asking this. I am. Because we've been asking in posts and in comments, where does Jesus ask us to do any of that? Anything other than embrace and love and protect the unprotected.
0: And we get gaslighting answers we get, well, the Bible's clear. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks thanks a lot. Yeah. You know, That, that, you that don't means nothing. That, that means nothing. That means you don't have an answer to this. Because
1: I tell you that this breaks.
0: You're ah, frustrated. <laughs>
1: And I think a lot of people out there are sharing your frustration as I am. It's like, <laughs> come on. What you say
0: last week, get a breathe, clue? Breathe, relax, you know, yeah, un- drop, unclench, your jaw, drop your jaw, drop your shoulders, lower your shoulders.
1: Yeah. It's okay. Smile.
0: We got each other. We got each other. Smile.
1: Yeah. But the thing that's so angering, and there's a place for anger, is that it's breaking, you know, people are hurting people just. Driving them over the edge and laying on them heavy burdens that they don't lift a finger to help, making them follow traditions of male religious leaders and not the love of God. That our
0: first first commitment
1: should be, do, do no harm. Do no harm. Like a doctor, any religious leader's first commitment should be, do no harm.
0: yeah. That's a movement out there too. And we're, and hopefully we'll hear more and talk more about that in the future. But that that's where you can draw a line on these, potentially draw a line on these religious exemptions is when it starts to do harm. Yeah. You know, you don't get to claim that if it's doing harm to somebody. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? So there is hope out there. Well, there's hope because we have each other. There's hope because we're bringing light to this. And again, we just, this is part of not letting people get away with it anymore.
1: Did you say they're working on something?
0: Yeah, we're, we're with that. I, I know yes. you're- oh, Yes, you're my, yes, 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 yes. Sorry. You know what I'm talking about.
1: I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, coming
0: out. That, that, that whole idea- I a thoughts that
1: go through my head. Okay.
0: That whole idea that, again, to take away, be it the baker or the- What's the thing? The baker or the candlestick maker. What is that?
1: <laughs> the butcher, the baker, the candlestick.
0: Yeah. Any one of those, or the church, or mm-hmm. the therapist- or if it's towards foster home, women's rights or LGBT, whatever it is, and you claim this, well, I can continue to do what I'm doing because it's my religious right to do so. And we're part of an effort working on, and unless it brings harm to somebody. And if if we could get that Added to those kind of things, that it would actually bring it into conversion therapy and things like yes. that. So we're nice. working on that. So there's hope. There's hope. Yes. Don't, don't lose hope in this. This is strengthen you and build you up and inform you and and then in the end, you know, make you aware of what's going on out there and also give you give you hope. So
1: yeah.
0: And again, we don't again. So those of you out there on this, you know, don't collapse paradigms. Don't throw random stuff in. We we ask. We ask honestly. We're asking where does Jesus. The one that you claim is Savior and the Christ whose name you claim, where does He tell you to pass laws to protect your ability to exclude others you can you consider yeah. sinners?
1: Yeah, and I feel like we're preaching the choir here. And the answer are is nowhere. Are pe- right
0: <laughs> there, I gave you the answer. You don't. You can respond <laughs> if you want to. Not just preaching the choir; we're strengthening the choir. Yes, I want you to know you're on the right track. Yeah, you're not. And with the gaslighting and stuff like that, sometimes you go, "Well, what, what, what?" what? But yeah, you're on the right track here.
1: And it's very interesting. I know somebody wrote me, I was talking about that, you know, Jesus is not concerned about these things that we do that we rake ourselves over the coal about being sin. And she said, Jesus does too care about sin. He told the woman, go and sin no more. Okay, I did a whole blog post about that because that's so been misinterpreted. That was after he dressed down all her accusers and sent them all away. They had the legal right to stone her to death, and he sent them away. So let's put first things first. But the thing that he always did was he always was incredibly, incredibly kind and embracing of the people with less power who were just trying to do their best. Always. Always. And he was harsh, vitriolic to the leader's who were hurting them, who were disenfranchising them, who had the power. He overlooked big things from the powerless people, but the, Simon the Pharisee, if you yeah, remember the yeah, story, yeah. he the sinful woman, it, the town labeled her well, can sinful. Can go back She'd, for a second, just for a second? Yeah.
0: Finish the go and sin no more thing. Just, just, yeah, just summarize just, that again. Because so these men
1: had tricked this woman into one of them, into having sex. And then—
0: And she was out there with the man. And
1: right. then exposed her as uh literally yeah. So, dragged her out of the public square, and here she is. They said, what do you do with her now? So, they have taken this woman's life in their hands to make an example By the for way, Jesus to have to right, rule on. Right.
0: With no care for the woman.
1: None. Ignoring
0: the man. Right. Their motivation and to kill this woman was to was to try to trap Jesus.
1: That's all it was. They didn't give any didn't care f's about yep. what happened to her. And so, yeah, and the man was not there with her, so he was part of it because you don't find somebody alone committing adultery. And so they said, "Well, now what do you do? The law tells us to stone her." And Jesus it's said, "It's our
0: religious right to stone it's her." It's
1: our religious right, it's our civic duty. God wants us we have the religious to stone freedom. her. Yeah. Yeah, and Jesus, if we had heard this for the first time, it would move us to tears. But Jesus says, great, whichever one of you don't have any sin, you cast the first stone. And the, the wiser the person listening, the first they dropped their stones because they knew. And I've heard it said that he's looking at these men who just gaslighted this woman and tricked her into this. And they're standing there abandoning her to be killed. And they dropped their stones and they left. And nobody is standing there, okay? Now, that's the context. So then he turns to this woman and says something like, it's been interpreted as, and there's been a lot of interpretation with this, as go and sin no more. Well,
0: where, you know, where are your accusers?
1: Where are your accusers? Yeah. Gone. And she said, they're gone. He said, neither do I condemn you. Where are your condemners? That's They're gone. That's huge. Neither do I condemn you. So first of all, he chases away her condemners. He says, I don't condemn you either. And that's, the third thing is something like, go and sin no more, which again has been translated. But the upshot in the context is, look, don't settle for men who will use you and throw you on the street to be killed. Don't take that. You deserve so much better than that.
0: You don't have to live this
1: way. You don't have to live with this. That's what he was saying to her. Like you would say to your child who just, you know, is in somebody, a relationship with somebody who's abusing them or gaslighting them. You say, honey, you deserve so much better than this. Don't stand for that, please. That's what he was saying to her because that's his heart. That's what fits the context. Right. Okay, and so he goes out of his way to protect people that are powerless. On the other hand, is Simon the Pharisee, who's holding this, you know, meeting of men, and the the women and servants could kind of sit in the outer circle. They weren't at the table at the banquet, because they're women and servants. but They were on the outer side. But this woman comes through these men and sits at Jesus' feet, And it's a woman that the town calls a sinful woman. Jesus never says that. It's the people that say that. Does that sound familiar? LGBTQ community? And she starts pouring out her tears on his feet and washing her, his feet, and using oil and wiping them with her hair. Must've been some kind of hair. And Simon doesn't even say anything. Simon the Pharisee, he only thinks, well, if Jesus knew who she was, he'd throw her out. And Jesus
0: because because of she's a
1: sinful woman and she's here transgress coming into these men here. And
0: Simon has Simon feels that he has the right to think that because Simon is a religious man. That's right. So he was He's a religious
1: leader. How dare this scumbag come and mess up his his religion?
0: His religious freedom and liberty, he felt that he was justified to exclude this quote sinner. But Jesus had something else to say.
1: Yeah. That's right. And, and, and so Jesus, Simon didn't even voice this. This is really like beyond the veil kind of stuff. Simon didn't even say this. Jesus knew his thoughts and he said, Simon, she's here welcoming me. I should have had my feet washed coming into this meeting. You didn't do that. She did this for me. If you knew, like her name is gonna be carried out and known, and uh yeah. you know you didn't even do the regular right. things a host should do, and she's doing everything, and he defended her, yeah, and that must Simon must have just been like, "Oh my gosh, he he just must have been so taken aback because he's defending this yeah. woman, this outlier, you know, but it's exactly I want to tell you it's exactly like what Jesus would say to <laughs> The religious leaders today, the outspoken, I don't want to give any names to anybody.
0: Whatever the issue is, the religious leaders who are justifying their exclusion and poor treatment of people they have labeled as sinners, Jesus has a message.
1: Yes, and he stands them down. He says, don't you dare do this to these people created in God's image. Don't you dare. They have the thumbprint of God on them. Don't you dare do this with your power and your control. And to the people... He's saying, you have a place right here with me yeah. at my feet. You belong with me. Don't you dare listen to other people tell you you don't belong with me. You don't You have- absolutely belong with me. And I love you. And I embrace you.
0: You don't have to live this way you anymore. You
1: don't have to live <laughs> this way anymore. Don't be gaslighted by these power mongers who are trying to control you. They don't come between me and you. So every single one of you that wonders if you can be gay or in a Christian, if you can be transgender and go to heaven, these are the kind of questions that I get. Don't you dare let them do that to you because they're wrong and they have evil intent. They have selfish intent and Jesus loves you and God loves you and you have a place in this universe and you belong and nobody ever can take that away from you. And we love you, and we want you to love you.
0: Hello. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mic drop.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Wow. So Every we word. Yeah. So take that in. Press rewind and go back and listen to that last part again, if you yeah. if you want to.
1: And I don't care if you're.
0: Yeah. If so. you're
1: LGBTQ, if you're black, if you're a woman, if you're, you know, an immigrant, whoever has been mistreated and marginalized yeah. by a system that rewards. The top dogs.
0: Well, a system that says that we do this because we have the religious freedom and right yeah. to do it—that's bullshit.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, the, it's it's the, really
0: just reflecting someone's personal preferences. That's all it is, and it's time to expose it yeah. and admit it because it's. Just, but don't call it religious liberty right. and freedom because it's right. really what you're fighting for—is your right to just discriminate. Right. You don't have to agree with the person another person, right. or even understand them. You don't have to like certain people or whatever. Usually, by the way, when, when you don't like someone, it's because you don't understand. It's out of fear yeah. or selfishness. And if you just take time, that kind of changes everything. But you pull God into it because it sounds so much nobler than like, well, this is just my personal preference. But you know what? You don't get to do that.
1: Yeah. So if you're the community that I just talked to, When you see that happening, recognize it for what it is and don't buy it. Yeah, it's personal preference.
0: It's not about religious freedom or 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 liberty. It's it's someone's selfishness,
1: it's personal power, and it's just the ek factor. Yep. So
0: don't buy it. So if you want to know what you have the, the freedom to do religiously, you have the freedom to love people unconditionally. That's right. You don't have to worry about anything else. You, This is like the weight off my shoulders. Yeah. I don't have to be God. Yeah. I don't have to pretend that I know all the answers. I don't have to decide who's in and who's out. Who am I to do that anyway? I don't have to worry about any of that. That's religious freedom. That's right. I can That's love right. somebody. I can love somebody. Yes. And I can leave everything else to God.
1: Yes, I don't have to follow a strict code of, of legal um, religious laws, right? That's religious freedom.
0: That's a freedom we're fighting for.
1: Yes. So,
0: all right. We'll that keep says. fighting. <laughs> we love, we love you. you. We love you. You beloved. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday. So I call you up and you call me down, would it be okay?
0: You've been listening to the freed hearts podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cattrall, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner, and you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.